The true origin of our country's native distilled libation is hazy at best. What we can say with some confidence is sometime around 1770, whiskey distillers in Kentucky started storing their spirits in charred wooden barrels. These hardworking farmers and businessmen were simply trying to make a living. What they did not know is that nearly a quarter of a century later, three of America's native sons would be inspired by their discovery to come together in discussion in an attempt to understand everything from the perplexing to the absurd. A symposium on discernment, if you will. This is an examination of life. Welcome to the Bird. Welcome to Sunday afternoon, everybody. Happy w- Sunday. Happy Sunday, WSOS 103.9. Welcome to the summer. You may be looking around going, it's Kelly the intro of the show, but <laughs> man, it's summertime and people are scattering right and left. We're getting ready to go on vacations and everything. We're, Hamilton's going to be out of studio for a couple weeks, so I'm going to try and hold things together here. You might want to tell them what show they're listening to. Oh, volume 18. We we, can, uh, have to, he's on his training wheels right rolling now. Rolling up yeah. the vote. Volume 18 of the Bourbon Chronicles. Thank you very much, Alan, for reminding me that we're <laughs> <laughs> of that. It's not so easy in this chair, guys. No, it's, it's tough. Not. A lot but, of pressure, man. Yeah, but anyway, um, so we got a we got a packed show today. We um, uh, just heard on the radio station before this started that uh, the Allman Brothers was playing. Thank yeah. you, Nicole, for playing that. But uh, sure. we're going to talk a lot about the Allman Brothers and their music because of the passing this past week of Greg Allman and how much of that it was an influence for, I know, me and Alan, you, our music, what we listen to, where... The music originated in this city and all that. Um, Absolutely. We, we got some barbecue to talk about. I did some, I smoked some ribs for us. I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah, and, I'm hungry too, man. Me so, too. Uh, and the sauce I put on it, it has a musical background as well. So oh. tie that in. Um, Alan, what bourbon are we doing today? 1792 Small Batch. All right. Full disclosure, I have had this and absolutely love it. I've had it too. Yeah, we'll go back to that. We'll, we'll do the facts in a little bit. Sounds good. Because like we also want to talk about. Calm something. down, Nicole. <laughs> Sorry. We also want to talk a little bit about an event we have coming up in a couple weeks on June fifteenth. Yes. Uh, Brightling and Bourbon at Blue Water Jewelers here in St. Augustine, and there's going to be an event. Nicole, you know a lot about it because you know the folks there. But they have uh, 
started an event where you can go in and see the jewelry you can check out their watches i don't think i've mm-hmm. ever worn a watch as fancy as a brightling i've got my casio on right now but they're beautiful watches and we uh they're going to do a bourbon tasting mm-hmm. and um while we don't know a lot about the watches we do know a lot about the bourbon so we've suggested a list of some pretty fancy and good bourbons for them to have for a guest to come in and taste yep. so that's pretty fun june 15th it's actually uh national bourbon day coincidentally enough i wonder is it really i wonder if that's it why is. they picked it yeah could be and father's day weekend is coming right. up so that's the thursday before yeah. father's day weekend so come out get your hubby or dad a watch and uh you get a 500 hundred dollar gift certificate toward any brightling watch per- per- so they have purchase they have female watches as well wait a minute or just, get your wife but it's father's day it's we get a 500 hundred dollar gift certificate yeah yes wow well it's a drawing so that lets me know let's see what it says yeah $500 gift certificate toward any Breitling watch purchase. That's oh. what I just said, Nicole. Yes. Except I said purpose. Kind of gives me an so idea. I, I was trying you. to pronounce purchase, and mm-hmm. I didn't get it right. So <laughs> so I don't think that you stressed enough that the really cool part about, about it is that we're going to be there. We're going to be there live. And we're going to well, be broadcasting we, live. Are yes. we? Because it says on there that the Bourbon Chronicle is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and on one the, of us could on go. the flyer. So <laughs> we have to draw straws. <laughs> well, it depends on which side you're looking at. If you're looking at... The brown side, it is only one of us that's allowed to come. But if you're looking at the side that has bourbon, we're all allowed to be so, there. Well, yeah, so if you, read the, if you read the bad side, we're going to have to draw straws and the winner gets to go to the event. The others have yeah. to sit at home. Which we, it's going to be me because I'm the only one that knows how to broadcast live. Yeah, it'll be you there by yourself. But we've taught you so much about you bourbon have, that we learn together. You well, can, can I come own. and at least just taste the bourbons? And- I need you there to tell me what to do, Alan. <laughs> Uh, and to hand me my outline. You might not want to listen me. to me if it comes to that. I might be the wrong person to listen to. I've got to try on one of those fancy watches, though. I'm not going to walk out with one, but I want to try one on. You can test drive any of them. Test drive. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I do have a watch fetish. I love great watches. Watches are awesome. Bethany gave me a um, really nice Citizen watch for Christmas a few years ago. And um, I'm, I, I love it. So um, I, I don't know that's as fancy as a Breitling, but I'd love to try one on. So, Alan, can you give us a heads up on... 1792 you got some bourbon facts there for us i do so we're talking today about 1792 small batch which is uh it originated in bardstown kentucky it's produced by barton's 1792 distillery which is owned by sazerac it's uh 93.7 proof or 46.8.85 alcohol by volume there's no age statement on the bottle, but I have some notes about that that I want to talk about later on. Good. Um, the price point is what's the uh, the highlight of this bottle of bourbon. It's only twenty seven dollars. Yeah. So um, it's it's low price for how good it is, and it's got a fantastic cork pop. Ooh. I mean, if you're going to rate your bourbons by how they sound when you open them, ooh, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a, like an yeah. eight out of ten. Yeah. That's one of the better. Eight out of 10, 1792 cork pop. Yep. I am, I, I got this bottle because it's um a, a few, I don't know, last year for the first time, just because the bottle looked cool and the lid mm-hmm. and everything. I, honestly, I was like, well, and then so Drew at our local neighborhood uh, a purveyor of fine spirits said, yeah, you want to try that? And I fell in love with it. It's a sweet bourbon. It's got a good burn for a low alcohol content, um, but it makes great cocktails. Does it all. I like it. It's good bourbon. I like it. So. Wait, um, you just said that you like the bourbon? I do. Oh. I do. It's, uh, I, I mean, we're getting into this a little bit early. This is supposed to be the last segment. Nicole. Well, then we'll wait. But 
I will say it's not my favorite bourbon by any means, but for $27, it's something that I will keep in the uh, cabinet, right? Yeah, you're, build, so, you're building an arsenal, right? Exactly. So I think you can't go wrong with having Woodford 1792 or definitely Buffalo Trace in your closet yeah. at all times. And because rare. they're 25 to 30 bucks, depending on where you got it. Yeah, now, it's, go, a, it's in that range. It's in my, my wheelhouse of uh, cost, mm. right? Does that and, make sense? And for all of you folks that are on vacation, maybe here in Florida, that might be listening to this, and you pull into that liquor store that's next door to Disney, and this bottle is 48 bucks because you're paying Disney prices on yeah, it. Right? Yeah, it's normally like 28 so don't just be be wary. Hey, uh, I have some news. Oh, what you got? Do you know what the number eighty-two means right now? Um, it won't mean this tomorrow. No, I was born but in today. I think I think of everything in football uh, athletes' numbers. So that's Jerry Rice. To me. You're close <laughs> when you talk about athletes. Yeah, okay. we are eighty-two days away from college football kickoff. Oh. Thank you. Guys, if you Man Christmas. you know that we have talked about our neighborhood. We talk our neighborhood up, uh, and, and for good reason. It's a great neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to college football, I can't – I mean, obviously I've only lived in a few places, but I cannot imagine a yeah. better neighborhood to live in during college Who's football season. So I'm a bulldog. Every, I'm a Georgia, every house. University of Georgia, yeah. the fighting okay. bulldogs. Oh, yep. Run yep. you silver britches. Okay. <laughs> so I I am UCF from Orlando. Okay. I was able to play football there for a couple of years, but my wife is a Gator. Why well, you giving me that cross-eyed look? You never heard of UCF my before? My eye is bothering me again. Oh, that's what it is. Whatever. I need my. I don't know. And you, Miss Thang, are a Buckeye, right? I am a Buckeye. So you pull into our street in our little quadrant of like eight or ten houses in a yes. row. There's a different flag in front of every house. Texas A and M, Old Miss, Buckeyes. And we're trying to get rid of him too. So yeah, everything okay. we can do. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a not a good taste in people's mouths down here about Urban Meyer when he left Florida. And went to, <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, he had to go watch volleyball. Mm-hmm. He was busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I just wanted to mention that another uh, ath- athletically uh, uh, related uh, story is that's right. Nice High School. Nice High School, right down the street, won their first uh, state championship in in baseball. Cool. Um, I think just Saturday night they beat a team from Tampa. I believe. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, anybody go Nice. To the Nice High School boys baseball team, their first national title. And for all you guys listening out there on the podcast, they're all over the country. You may have never heard of Nice. It is famous for, that's where Tim Tebow yes. uh, played football. He didn't go to school there. Nope. Right? He was homeschooled, but he yep. played football there. And um, had a, a I did fan. not know that tidbit. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I knew he played there, but I didn't realize that he was homeschooled Learned and something played new football. Every, oh, interesting. Learn something new every day. I think he played baseball there as well. I know he played baseball. I think he played baseball there. He didn't play golf. I, <laughs> mm. He probably you got, could. You got me. He probably could. And I bet you the PGA Tour will welcome him with open arms. Unlike, the, unlike the stupid NFL. Yep. Right. And hey. I'm not. I'm not a Tim Tebow like crazy homer. But the, no. But the guy won football games. I don't care what he looked like on the field. He won games, and then no one wanted to deal with all of the. Uh, the drama. The stress. The, the, the drama. Uh, and the I, attention. I get that too. But man, somebody really missed out. I mean, I look, agree. look what he just kind of is like, yeah, I'll decide I'll play baseball now. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. while he's not doing it at a fully professional level, right. somewhat professional level, yeah. better, better than you and I could do, Alan. Yeah. So. It was it was fun. Back when he played football at Nice, uh, we had a couple of kids that we were friends with that played uh, played football there as well. Yeah. And so we saw Tim Tebow play football a number of times Yeah. at, at, at Nice. And uh, Kimberly, my oldest daughter's claim to fame, and she cheered at a Tim Tebow 
mm-hmm. football game. So she was pulled down. So we had friends that uh, had a daughter that was on mm. the cheer squad. And how old she, was she? Like she eight? was no, no. She was probably two, oh. and uh, maybe two. And uh, so the uh, she was pulled down out of the stands and hauled out onto the field. That's she, awesome. She That's got cute. her little pom pom and. <laughs> Swung it around and uh, it was it was cute. It was really cute. cute. But back then, obviously, nobody knew, nobody yeah. had any inkling right. that he was going to be what he is today. So, yep, yep. So well, another thing that we learned is that um, we gave you Hamilton's song. So you get, you, did. you you got to pick a song. I did. Which is honestly, guys out there listening, it's a big deal. It's a big to deal. Be able to pick a pick it's a, a lot song. of pressure. It and better be good. And we do have a shout out for our buddy River Mike. He's uh, that's we don't want to say his full name, but he's a good friend of ours and fan on instagram is always suggesting bourbons and music to listen to mm-hmm. so we're going to get him to pick a song but today Ooh, that's right yeah but awesome. not today not today because we've we got a full schedule but but your song i do what'd you pick um, rock. i picked morgan stapleton you are my sunshine oh, if you don't know morgan stapleton is chris stapleton's wife yes. and them together on stage absolutely yeah. fantastic so i hear i haven't seen them yet enjoy I want to
Welcome back. You are yes. listening to the Bourbon Chronicles here on WSOS 103.9 FM right here in the beautiful and hot St. Augustine, Florida. You ain't kidding. Hey, if uh, you have a product or a business that you'd like us to feature on the show, contact us at the uh, at info at thebourbonchronicles.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, WSOS radio app, iTunes, thebourbonchronicles.com. All the internet. You can, you can, All the webs. You can get your typewriter out. And, and and type a letter and mail it to us. I don't know the address here, but you can mail us a letter if you want to. Send us a letter. Yeah, I'll give you Kelly's home address. I love Whoop, turn your microphone on first. Uh oh, we lost. That. Oh, we've oh, lost. Boy, can you hear me? Oh, there, there we go. you are. Thank turn goodness. it off. Turn it back on. That, I've been having that issues. Always all works. Week. Thank goodness. Thank goodness you're here. You're back. You're a little worried there. <laughs> so, 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 so as an IT guy, I would have told you to turn it off, turn it back on. You did it anyway. So good for you. Good That's job. Right. Thank I was going to tell you much. to blow in the cartridge too. Well, <laughs> yesterday I was recording right a commercial and I kept doing it. Yep. So Uh-oh. you hear me in the in, in the her. recording. Thank <laughs> <laughs> So Morgan Stapleton, uh, Chris Stapleton's wife, I saw them here live last year, and I just have to say this because I think it was one of the most genuine moments in a concert I've ever seen. Um, it was during their he, he it was his concert, but she always sings with them and she does harmonies with them, which I think makes his album album <laughs> that much better. Like just unbelievable. Did you harmonies. just say album? A L B L U L U M. Yep. Okay. Bill album. So um, and then. So they did Fire Away, his big song, mm-hmm. and the crowd sang it back, and they just killed all the music and let the crowd sing it, and she looked like she was full-on yeah. crying. Like, she, she had her hands over her mouth, which I can't do. So she had right. her hands over her mouth and, like, <laughs> do that again in shock because, like, the, how loud the crowd was. And so the cool part was the next day, Stapleton posted on his Instagram something about how loud the St. Augustine Amphitheater was. So It's a great venue. Awesome. It's awesome. my favorite concert venue of all time I, I would agree with you i would agree with you. and that they're coming back here um yeah. this later this year and they're going to play the veterans memorial downtown and i'm not gonna november go, 11th I'm, i don't think you I'm know go. it's, anyone wants to know the exact date it's, uh, it's 
it's it's crazy. I've been to uh, concerts. I literally have been to concerts in Japan and Saudi Arabia. So I've been to concerts almost all over the world. And, and I live right here down the road from my favorite venue of all time. Mm-hmm. It is the, awesome. the best concert. They venue. always have good sound. And, and they have good, uh, they get good concerts. They really do. Yeah. What's that music? What is this? We got new, is What's this going on? Know? I'm not really sure. Um, Roll with it. Sounds kind of funky. There? We got Except funky. It's nights on Broadway, which is kind we'll of take funny. It. <laughs> we'll take it. We got funky. Okay, here we I go. Mean, Wives want to know funky town. It's still the Bee Gees, which is well, really kind of funny. Uh, Turn it up. Right. I can't hear it. Turn just, it up a little bit. I'm just going to. No, because I don't like it at no, all. I'm good with it. Turn it up. Are you really? Heck yeah. Play it. I was about to drop in the right one, but you didn't want nope. me to? Nope. Yes. <laughs> all right. So here, here's here's why I want to know where we have our wives an- anonymously send in questions to our group, uh, to, to me and Alan, and we have to answer them. We have no idea what the, what the questions are, so it's just out this of the blue. true. But you learn a little so bit about us. can I bring us. in the real song? Nope. No, no just play it. Just read the question. Yes, sir. Whoa. Alan. Sorry. I, I, was, that, was, that, was that a command? Did <laughs> no, I bark that? Actually, I'm really proud of you for going with the flow. Yeah. Did I, oh, see? Yeah. It, how, every, how about everybody, every, We're flexible. taking a piece of each other every time we leave here. Okay. If you could be in any band, which would it be? And what instrument would you play? Oh, my word. That's awesome. Uh, That's a great, great question. I don't think it's my final answer, but I, honestly, the one of the first bands that popped into my head for some reason was is Creedence Clearwater Revival. I, can't say it. I, I don't know what I would play. So guitar guitar has to be. Um, he was a ha- drummer. I don't know why. Or drums. Or drums. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, wow. So top, tidbit. Top, can I go top five? <laughs> I've heard that so I've heard we would expect nothing to less at the amphitheater that John Fogarty is not nice. Oh really? Oh no, he's a he's a he's very difficult. He's a very mean person. He's not nice, so I don't think that you would do well. I've read, I would not do well with a not nice person. I've no, read a not. number of stories about John Fogarty, and he is. Although I do love his music, he is yeah. a all right. So, so, gun. so he replaced Fun when um yeah I saw him. Live. Collies, so you were at that. Concert. I was at that concert when he so the, the so Mumford and Sons had a big festival here in, right. in tiny little Saint Augustine yeah. the, on the field. Yep. And and fun canceled. Right, they and were, he replaced them. And he played for two hours. It was the best. It was. You were there. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. And when they played um, down on the corner, and Mumford came out and played down on the corner with him. Yes. Oh man, it, it was, was amazing. Awesome. It was, it was a, actually, I have to say, I think that was one of my most favorite concerts I've ever been to. I, I agree with you. I went with my friend Rachel, and we stood for eleven hours straight at that show. At that show, that was a we good had day. awesome seats. I was shocked at how well. St. Augustine and that little field mm-hmm. pulled together that many people, that many great bands, the logistics. I mean, it went off without a awesome. hitch. I, I, I would think that if it... Well, the traffic was... There was a hitch with the traffic. Well, yeah, because it's a tiny little area. Yeah, but, but you if, know what? But you there expected some, it. But except I felt like they did a really good job. There was yeah. so much hype and drama leading up to it mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, it was great. All right. So what's your band? What band, what band are you in? So, so you're you a CCR? Uh, so, you know, and and this is going to sound crazy. Because I see you as a bass about, player with Eric Clapton. No, it would be guitar, and it, it, it might be Eric Clapton. It, it would be... Cream. I could see touring with Eric Clapton, because he is that laid back. Mm-hmm. I could see doing that. Or, uh, to be honest, the Allman Brothers. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. They have done everything everywhere with everybody. 
I, I just can't see a better band to tour with. Just to even be a roadie yeah. with those guys would be. Do you ever look back on your life and think, man, I could have been a roadie for a few years. <laughs> could have been a roadie with a band for a few years. Yeah, I'm kind of a roadie for the Bourbon Chronicles. I love yeah, this. See? I love you guys. I know. Just follow you guys around and do whatever. Like, I'd oh. say I'm really proud of you again because you did more than your top five. He did top two. Yeah, I did top two. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, I've got I, a few. I missed one. I've got a few more. I've oh, got oh, some, Almond Brothers. Or, Almond Brothers or, or and, then, and then Eric. I've got a few hair bands I would probably throw in there, but. Um. So, what about you, Nicole? I know oh, it's no, a, don't I know it's a wives want to know, but, but it is a wives want to. I don't know. I can't. I have, I have to really think about this. Oh yeah, you'd be the cellist for the Bee Gees. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, instrument would be piano. Ooh. Oh. You know what? That's a good call because if you play piano like a percussion instrument instead of like a, I know it's a percussion instrument. It is, isn't isn't a piano categorized as I a percussion. Know. I think it's a percussion. Instrument. No, I think it's a string instrument. Is it string? I, well, because yeah, because there's strings think, in the yeah, back. I think it Somebody is. send us an email at info at the the Chronicles. Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us, is a piano a percussion instrument or a string? You're Alan. Alan, you're probably right. It's probably I'm a string. I'm with Alan. But I, I think would play it is. It. That's my vote. I think it is. I would play it like a percussion instrument. Like, I'd lose my beat mind. Beat it to death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. set it on fire. And yeah. I might do Stomp p- on it. I might do piano. Yeah. Piano. Piano. Uh, in a band. It mm. had to be it would have to be Southern Soul Rock, whatever band it was, whether yeah. it was I'm not gonna sit here and say Skinner Goose free bird. Yeah, that, well, but that I, would be fun though. Yeah. Uh, one of those old old school Southern Rock so, bands. Maybe maybe Kings of Leon or something like that would be fun. I saw so yeah. the first concert or actually one of the first dates I ever took Allison to on Ooh. was a concert and we went to see uh Leonard Skinner in all Benny, Georgia. And guess Ooh. who opened for him? Uh, no idea. Hank Jr. What? Oh. Opened for Leonard Skinner. For Skinner. Yep. You've so seen a lot of good concerts from Stood bands up on that... his piano with his pistol. Obviously, it had blanks in it. Who did Hank? Hank Jr. <laughs> Stood up on his piano with his pistol, shot it a few times, and fell off. Are, are fell you sure off. they were blanks? I would be so shocked if they were So I've weren't. seen Hank Jr. play, play in live three times. I've seen him fall off of his piano twice. Yeah, him and George Jones had a really bad reputation yeah, he, he was, for being no shows. He was no very, shows. very gone that yeah. night. Yeah, they had. So I kind of have a famous relative. Oh, Hank Jr.? You? Elton You're John. Right? No, but. Elton uh, John. No, 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 no. Country, old country, uh, Bobby Bear. Do you know that name? I no. do. I do. He's, I, he's old country. That's my cousin. Well, uh, during the next segment, we're going to look up some Bobby Bear music on YouTube and see if we can play it. Okay, right. we'll find one. So my grandpa played the piano really really well i'm cool and so it's always been like my actually both my grandpa grandfathers played the piano i have outside of singing like an angel i have zero musical talent i can't play an instrument i can pick up a guitar and pretend like most of these country artists nowadays Hmm? you can sing yes like an angel i didn't know that yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna ask bethany i think i just spit on the microphone (laughs) ask her yeah could johnny cash sing Okay. So on that note, yep. okay. So did gonna... you guys did you guys see the whole thing with Kathy Griffin this week Ding with dong. the picture that she had taken? I don't think she posted it on um, on a Twitter yep. or whatever, but but the the photographer that did take the picture posted it on Twitter. Yeah, what a disaster. I, I mean. What was it for Twitter? I th- I thought it was a magazine. T- it was a photo shoot for sure. So well, it was, it was planned. a photo shoot for whatever reason. But I think the, it was the photographer posted it on Twitter. Yeah, but, and but, but it but, went nuts. But the and, point is, it was a planned. It wasn't like someone just turned around, 
with a with a fake severed head of the exactly. president and was like oh, look what i'm doing it was an actual shoot where she's holding it out with yeah. a lot of intention and while we always said we're not going to get too deep into politics here well and this was well i know but this was something that kind of resonated across all uh borders if you will of yeah. politics because what i what i did like about the situation is both left and right all were came together whether you like the current president or you don't said this is highly inappropriate that guy's got kids there's there's sensitive there's sensitivities around what she's doing you know tied to terrorism you don't just hold up an effigy a, a, yeah ahead that's just terrible what not in this day and time well yeah. any any time period and you know me i'm a patriot i mm-hmm. i have a lot of respect for i have a lot of respect for politicians even though i, I really have it in for them in a lot of ways because i think what we're doing with this country right now is is sad, but mm. I, I have a, a lot of respect for people who would give up a portion of their life mm-hmm. to serve the country. So mm-hmm. I respect the office. Yep. And it just, it really irked me to see somebody do something like that. Be that disrespectful. About and then any what position. really got me is she came out and apologized. <laughs> and then she came out with a video. She wanted to make a video apology. The, the, the apology. She came out with some some lawyer yesterday, and, and or or maybe it was the day before yesterday, and uh, and the apology was worse than the actual picture she took. She came out and started blaming the Trumps. I'm under for attack. attacking her. It was uh, like it, whoever her publicist is, if she can afford one, it, major fail. Needs that's like to be fired. Yeah, like when you do something. Well, that she bad, had a lawyer the, sitting next to her. Well, that's on point. the video. It well, was good to, I mean, lawyers for real. Getting, lawyers getting paid. There's only yeah. one lawyer I know. We're two. My brother-in-law and Bill Curtis. <laughs> that 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 would probably say. Ah, but that lady's just getting paid to go there, stand next to her yeah. to do whatever. But I the guess. reality is, is like she should have just said, "I'm sorry, I did wrong," and then let it go away as fast. Shut as possible. up about it, yeah. right? But the apology was like, first, I'm sorry. And now here are all the reasons why I'm hurt by this. Like, give me a break. And, and I will not. I mean, listen, most people, after they talk to me for a little while, if they ask me the right questions, they'll learn that I'm, I'm a conservative person. All right. <laughs> they ask me the right question. <laughs> but, I, you know, when Ted Nugent Diesel or ran gasoline? his mouth. <laughs> Diesel or gasoline? Uh, both. A little bit of both. Mix uh, them oh, up. Perfect. There Mix them go. up and... Uh, you, no, hippie. The, you hippie. When Ted Nugent said what he said a few times, he said a few things about Barack Obama right. that really ticked me off. And I'm a big fan of Ted Nugent, mm-hmm. his music anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, that ticked me off and what she did ticked me off. So I thought I'd bring that up. And yeah. uh, and I, it looks like Nicole was waving at us. Well, saying, it was ni- uh, to, to bring it to a point, it was nice to see even from the right wing to the left wing, the, the ladies in the view even called it out. So yeah. this is absolutely terrible. And they're pretty yeah. famous for being left yeah. wing. But, but we're going to roll into the next thing. We're going to do a song real quick. by all. Uh, this is uh, Midnight, Rider, Midnight Rider by the Allman Brothers. And we're going to spend some time focusing on those guys. This is Alan's song. Yeah, right? absolutely, baby.
Welcome back to the Bourbon Chronicles right here on WSOS. That was not no, it wasn't. Midnight Rider. It was my that fault. Was not Midnight Rider. That was Whipping Psych. Post. We just want to make sure everybody's listening. Did out you there. notice that that was not Midnight Rider, Nicole? I did right away. Um, yeah. So here's my excuse: is that I didn't realize Kelly's song was also by the Allman Brothers. Yeah. Way to go, Kelly. I'm sorry. Did you just notice how she deferred? Or, or mm-hmm. no, I did not blame him. I'm just saying hey, it's Kelly's fault. I, I got big shoulders, guys. Just. Carry, I'll, carry the, I'll carry the burden. I'll, I'll Come take on. It. No, I'll take it. It's my fault. No, but so we uh, we did spend some time this week because of the passing of Greg Allman, um, not to focus on that part of it, but to focus on the history and what that what he and the Allman brothers did for music in general, not just Southern rock. I got to so, tell you, I was sitting around yesterday evening and I was watching some YouTube videos of uh, Allman brothers music and Greg Allman's music and. Uh, and it occurred to me that he was buried yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, it 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 almost brought me it brought a tear to my eye. Really? Yeah. I mean that he his music means a lot to me. Yeah. It's it's. Well, it's growing up in Georgia, you probably listened to it a lot when you were overseas too with the Navy. Well, you right? guys have heard me tell the story that you know I I'm not sure, but I think I heard a free Almond Brothers concert. Yeah, on yes. the lake in Georgia. Yeah, yes. that's yeah, right. That. So yeah, uh, I have no proof, but so. so it's interesting to hear, you know, how that band started with Dwayne and Greg, the two brothers, 
um, started off at the Almond Joys, right? I'll probably yeah, mess this so up. Yeah, so they, they started in, uh, they, they, their first band they started together was down in uh, Daytona, and it was called the Almond Joys. Right. And they went out west and signed a record contract and, and started making music and uh, uh, got in a fight with their manager, mm-hmm. and that's when Dwayne took off and he came back to uh he came back to jacksonville and then he went over and did some recording over in muscle shoals alabama yep i don't know if you've, you guys have ever seen the uh documentary on netflix it's uh, called muscle shoals isn't it? muscle shoals man if you yeah. haven't stop what you're doing on a sunday night and watch that yeah don't wait until this show's over wait until we're done and <laughs> then go watch muscle shoals 605 watch muscle shoals that's yeah. right it's a great documentary but anyway so uh yeah, so he did that, and then they they all came home, and uh, uh, the, the way I understand it is Dwayne, who was the guitar player, right? Uh, incredible guitar player. That sweet, soulful slide to, guitar. Yeah, that yeah. slide guitar, um, and there's lots of stories behind that, too. Right. But uh, he came up to Jacksonville and, and met Butch Trucks, and they called, uh, called Greg and brought him up to Jacksonville, and they formed the uh, Allman Brothers Band. Right here in Jacksonville. Butch Trucks right is the drummer, right? Right here in Jacksonville. And then they moved up to Macon shortly after that. Butch but, Trucks was the drummer. The drummer. drummer correct. His, his boy still lives here in Jacksonville. Yeah, Derek. Derek Trucks, who's a, a fantastic. Maybe the best guitar player in, in my lifetime. And is the uh, is half the uh, foundation of the Tedeschi Trucks hmm. here yeah. in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, Derek Trucks is probably. Did you know that? I did not know that. You learned something new today? I did. Again. Again. He's Check. probably the smoothest guitar player I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, we need to get him on the show. We know some people. Can that we do know that? Absolutely. We need, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's see if we can do Derek, it. Derek, not, not if right you're now. listening, and I know you are. <laughs> Derek, call myself. Get ready. Right. On. <laughs> the, the, is it Tedeschi or T- Susan Tedeschi? Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Okay, if it was the same person, I believe she lives here locally too. Well, oh, at I least in Jacksonville. Well, they here. have a house here for sure in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They're, They're never here. Jack so fans. my dad, my dad, and his sisters have been listening to her for shoot like ten yeah, years. Yeah, she's been around for a long time. Listening to her. Let's get him in, and then have your dad call in and not know who it is, and then. Well, you know, he used to play. <laughs> so Derek Trucks used to play at Ward's Landing over in Ponte Vedra, which is no longer there. Well, yeah. Palm Valley. Yeah. Uh, Ward's Landing is no no longer there. I think it's. Uh, uh, I forget the name of it now, Barbara Jeans or something like that right. now. But me and Allison have been to a number of small live concerts over at Ward's Landing, and with him, we're playing. not we're not sure he may have been playing there. You we're just not sure. never know. It's I think it's funny to me to learn, born and raised in Jacksonville, how there's so many great bands in this tiny little town that no one's ever been to, probably never even heard of. They're like, oh, is that near Orlando? Um, gosh, Leonard Skinner from here, the Allman Brothers formed here which i think is yeah. unbelievable um 38 special molly hatchet so some really good southern soul rock bands that mm-hmm. started right here in this little town it's yeah, crazy and it's and cool. i was thinking about this i can't think of, uh, yesterday when Limp i was biscuit. watching yeah. Limp Bizkit from here. Yeah, Limp yeah. uh, They're they're in there in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sorry, I interrupted. What That's were you saying? So funny. I was trying to think of bands that have had as much influence on on maybe a genre of music as as the Almond Brothers, or probably in music in general. Yeah, as as the Almond Brothers have. Yeah, I, and I mean, I can't come up with one that has had as much or more. You know, I think least. I think Greg Allman. Um, because Dwayne was killed in a motorcycle accident on their third album after their right, third yeah. album, I think, or, or maybe they'd only, pro- anyway, they'd only produced two or three albums as the Allman brothers when Dwayne died in a motorcycle accident. So you got it right that time you keep putting an E a D at the end. 
What? You keep saying almond. Almond? <laughs> the almond brothers. Almond? Almond. Am I saying almond? Well, you're getting oh, like get your point. <laughs> I like the almond brothers album. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, anyway, so I mean, I think I think we looked at the discography. There's 20, 18 to twenty albums by the almond almond brothers, and and most albums. of those, most of those are without Dwayne, who really yeah. kicked kicked the band off. But um, but but I had a point. Oh, the collaboration that Greg did with so many different artists is on the level with like Willie Nelson. Those guys. I mean, they just they weren't they their foundation was Southern rock. But they played blues, soul. They, well, they took he played R and B. They stuff. took that. They took the blues and mm-hmm. country, and mixed it together and put just enough jazz in there to 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 make southern rock. And that's what. Uh, so to me, they created the sound that we now know as southern rock. Yeah, yeah. And you have a story here about um, Midnight Rider. I'm yeah, dying. So I don't know the story. So I'd, getting I'd, ready to play Midnight Rider. Thanks to uh, for Nicole. real this time. Maybe we'll see. Okay. Might be playing Boy George. I don't know, but maybe I will. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you really quick about the. I read this uh, about how and why he wrote uh, Midnight Midnight Rider, uh, which is probably his uh, his biggest song. Um, So Midnight Rider, he wrote about his demons chasing him, him running away from his demons. Right. Uh, mm. Even early on in his career, he he knew so. He was being chased by his demons. He wrote the song, they're never going to catch me, right? So, But he wrote the first two verses of the song, and he got them finished. And he couldn't finish that third verse, so he went to one of his roadies. I can't, can't remember the guy's name. And his roadie helped him with the third verse. So It's written by a roadie. Yep, the third verse is written by a roadie who gets 5% of the royalties for the rest of his life. Wow. So That's pretty stand-up. I don't have to work anymore, right? Yeah. So anyway, so the, the 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 coolest part of the story is they. Are were, you saying you were the no, were the roadie? Oh. I wish. So the coolest <laughs> part it. of the story is obviously they're high, right? When they wrote the song together, huh? mm-hmm. so they decide they have this is urgent, right? They have to go record the demo right now. Right. Well, they call the studio owner in Macon, couldn't get the guy to come unlock the studio. Called another guy, couldn't get him to come unlock the studio. So what do they do? They break in. They break in. What? They go over there and they bust a window out in the door, unlock the door, go in, record the demo for the uh, song, and that's how the uh, that's the story of how it started. That's crazy. So this is Midnight Rider by the Allman yep. Brothers. It's okay to break the law as long as you make a platinum album out of it. Right? That's right.
Welcome back to WSOS 103.9 St. Augustine, the Bourbon Chronicles. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, the WSOS radio app, iTunes, podcast, thebourbonchronicles.com. You can also shoot us an email. Let us know what you think about the Almond Brothers or any of the music that we play. Info at thebourbonchronicles.com. I hope you guys are hungry because I got some barbecue ribs. We just sliced Alan up. Alan and I are starving. Grab one. I am absolutely Go for I it, think Alan. my stomach is eating my backbone right now. Grab one. I tried to do so all these theories on competition ribs, but the one thing that Alan, I think you and I agree on is that they're supposed to have a little bit of pull. They're not just supposed to immediately fall off the bones. Oh. These might not be completely might not be <laughs> you, can what? Really, you can really don't eat it by the end, you eat it in the middle. Grab it in the middle and take a take a hunk and bite on it. But I put on this on these ribs. Wait, is there not a bone in here? Yeah, there's a bone in there. Oh. You can bite it through the middle. There should be enough meat. Uh Stubbs, I put Stubbs barbecue on it. Barbecue sauce. I did oh. my I did my own rub. Is it because they're buy one get one at Publix? No, are they? <laughs> I need to go get some more because so I used I've it all. I've never had them before. No, um, I, I got it, but I didn't. I know thought Baby Ray's was Sweet Baby Ray's is buy one get one right now. I like Stubbs now more than Sweet Baby Ray's. I, I put Stubbs so. on these, and and what I learned about it was Chris Stubblefield is an old uh, barbecue guy in Texas that. Um, in the 60s, started getting really famous for brisket and ribs and things in Texas. And what would happen is old uh, musicians, what? what you gotta, That's what happens when you bite the end of it. you got to be careful. Oh, God. So uh, musicians would come and play for and trade for barbecue. And they called it the Blue Plate Special. Cool. So And they called Stubbs, Stubbs Famous Barbecue. And it was anywhere. And so Willie Nelson's played at his place. Uh, Johnny Cash. I mean, dozens and dozens of great artists. Have played played at Stubbs Barbecue hmm. in Texas. Now he doesn't do the barbecue anymore. He makes sauces, and he's famous for that name brand. But what you need, Alan? He's trying to figure out where to put his bone. Oh, just throw it back in the tray. What do you think? Competition enough? Still got to do some work. Yeah. Well, I think you need to do a little more work, and uh, I'll let you know when you're ready. You judge it. Okay. All right. Just keep mean. sending them. You keep sending them to me, and I'll yeah. Tell they, you, need to, they need to tell to you when off. to stop. They need to come off the bone a little bit better. I could, cook, no, I could probably cook them for perfect. another hour. I'm only, I'm only joking around. I think yep. they're good. No, they're perfect. They are perfect. So I mean, I, I do like mine to fall off the bone. Like, I'm not a big pool. Well, so there's a there's a fine line of like when it melts. Oh, mm. and I forgot. What? Guess what? Oh, you I can do your it. own. You can do your own competition mm-hmm. ribs now because mm. what did you get this week? Mm. You got a big green egg, didn't I you? I did. I actually make really good ribs. Well, we'll find out. Let's have a rib competition. I use um, have, the, a rib, have a rib off. Rib the off. Asian five spice. What is that? Oh, lots, lots of spices in it. Mm. Five in there. I'm glad that you haven't had it. That makes me happy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we have a rib off? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can have a rib Absolutely. off. I'll Do judge it. it. Yep. No, you have to make ribs too. You have to make ribs. I don't have a cooker. I'm not. I'm out. No, we need a, we need a mm-hmm. du- we need you a need, judge. You need a judge. We need an unbiased judge, right? Whatever. Right, I we'll said we that. have the neighborhood over, and we don't say whose is whose. I'll tell I'm you in. one thing. I'm in, but you're going to fall in love cooking on that big green egg. I'll mm, tell you one I'm thing. Excited. If you buy me a bottle of bourbon, I'll give you a few extra points. What do you think about the bourbon, Alan? Right. So, it's you mentioned I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I really do. It's not my favorite. I'm not a fan of the aftertaste. <laughs> I like it a lot. I really do, but it's not my favorite. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you said. Is it in your top five? No. 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 Okay. Sorry. Fair enough. Top twenty five. So, <laughs> oh no! Not even Have we there. tried more than twenty five? <laughs> well, I tried eighteen. So, so um, but it's 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 good. It's it's smooth. It's uh, there's not a ton of flavor in it to me up front. 
and the aftertaste is not my favorite. Yeah. But it, other than that, that it's for twenty seven dollars. You can't go wrong, right? So, well, you wonder because you mentioned earlier that aftertaste wasn't exactly pleasing to you at this moment. So I'm wondering when you have small batch. Now, granted, it could be. You're right. You said it could be a bad batch. You and never know. I've I mean, had it before, and I thought it was better. And but by the rules of bourbon, like small batch could mean so, several different things considering the size of the distillery. Small batch to one could be 500 right, barrels. Right. Small batch to another distiller could be seven. But 1792 right, so. says they put about two dozen, no more than two dozen barrels. Oh, that's pretty low then. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get a rough batch or some wood that didn't, you know, uh, David Cohen, our friend at Manifest Distillery, explained this to me better than I've heard it explained on anybody we've talked to about the aging process and spending time in the barrel. And it was, look, you've got characteristics. You, you can technically clone DNA, right? But you can't clone the experiences that DNA has had. Hmm. So, so like the wood in a barrel, you can't, where that was sourced from and the water it was sourced with and it was put in, you can't clone all the experiences that came with that particular tree or how that was burned or the level of burn that the char came from. So in theory, it's all the same. But in reality, there's very there's several multipliers that could change what it tastes like. So if you have small batch, it's going to be harder to blend enough to make it exactly would, like another bottle that you have. I would tell people, don't get hung up on the age as much as you do the flavor and how much you just enjoy the bourbon. Because like 1792 says, right. they, they, they originally their bottle, they, they had an eight-year age statement on them. Mm. Now they don't have an age statement because what they're trying to do, they're trying to achieve a certain flavor profile. And sometimes to do that, they have to introduce a younger barrel into the mix just to get that flavor. So don't get hung up on the age. Just pick a bourbon because it's something you enjoy. It's you know what the they can flavor get, you enjoy. They can get hung up on listening to us, and we'll taste test it for them. Right. We'll let you know. what we think. You don't think what you want to think. Right, Call so us, and we'll tell you what to think. It's not my favorite. So of the three low price that we've done that are good rated wise as buffalo trace woodford and 1792 i think those are both in the oh, eagle rare eagle rare is 30 eagle rare is 30 bucks you're right but that's really hard to find you can find 1792 you can find buffalo trace you can find woodford pretty much yeah anywhere yeah right um so i would rate buffalo trace number one woodford number two and 1792 of, of that three yeah probably the yeah. third uh, I, would, yeah, I agree i'm not gonna say avoid it but i'm gonna say if you have those two to get before it Stick with them. Now, if you have those two all the time and you want to try something new, absolutely grab a Well, you know I'm a fan of Buffalo Trace, so I'm kind of biased that yeah. way. But that's just me personally. That doesn't mean you have to have it. Another thing that uh, 1792 has is a lot of different flavors. They have a single barrel and they have a barrel proof, which is like one. 120 or proof full, or something. Full proof, 120. Yeah. I've had it in my hand like two or three times, 120 proof, and put it back because it's scared. It that's got scared. a little scared. Has um has Hamilton had this one before? Do we know? Yeah, he's yes, he it. has. It's yeah. one of his favorite. One of his is it price yeah, range he, favorites. He but actually his favorites Woodford, so he'd put that at the top if you're going to do the three. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yep, that's his go-to. Yep. You know the fun thing about this, it is uh, named 1792 is the year Kentucky joined the uh, Union. Mm-hmm. So that's where they got the name. Hmm. And two hundred, they just made a bottle of two hundred twenty-five. It's called the 225th anniversary or whatever, right. 1792 it, bottle. So and it used to be limited called, release. It used to be called 1792 Ridgewood Reserve, but Brown Foreman sued him because it sounded too much like Woodford. I'm with so, him. I so, think he deserves that right. What do you think about tasting it with barbecue? Did you have a little bit of flavor oh. and then? Because you know how people they have a Cabernet with a well. I'll tell you what I don't wine, like about it is that steak. the the what did you say the nose of it? Yeah. 
is really strong. Yeah. Doesn't have a very. If you, if you no, it well to me it does. It's got a magic marker kind of flavor. Right. That's how I <laughs> thank you. That was a good one. Yeah, that's that a was good, a good yeah. analogy. Yeah, you're right. Dry erase board. <laughs> I feel like I'm at work right now. Yeah, it does <laughs> smell a little bit ma- magic marker. A little, yeah, uh, I don't like mm. it. Like the remember the magic markers in elementary school? They're all flavored. Like not flavored, but like smells. Yeah. What a bad idea that was. I know. But let's make a bunch of markers. Let's <laughs> one's licorice, one's lemon, le- yellow's lemon, the red's strawberry. I forgot about that, Gil. Yeah. And so the kids I love up, the licorice one because I love licorice. So a licorice. bunch of third graders sitting around <laughs> sniffing, sniffing markers. That's funny. Good job, Crayola. So That's you a- guys came along after me because they all smelled like magic markers when I was a kid. <laughs> no, there was a so point funny. in time where uh, in the They 80s, didn't even have colors when I was a kid. They said black. <laughs> Everything was black and white was all when black. you were a kid. Black permanent <laughs> marker. There was not even a brand name. It was You're just goofy. So... <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i it just it just it just hit me how bad of an idea that was but um hey guys thank you for hanging on to your weekend with us a little bit longer we appreciate it we'll be back next week we've uh don't forget us on june 15th for the brightling and bourbon event we're going to be tasting some bourbons we'll be there even though even though they just said one bourbon chronicle we're, we're all coming we're all, right? all going to be there i don't yeah. think hamilton can make it no. to that town again right. but but we're going to have a good time at that and we appreciate you guys listening hang on to your weekend off the side of the road